0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're using
1: binoculars, right? And Fry is going, "Oh yeah, he's about 80 yards away." And she's going, "I don't have any
0: <laughs> I don't have any depth perception." Oh my god. that it's like that show had such a buckwild number of like Harvard graduates and doctorates on its writing staff. It's it's like they hide uh, jokes in binary yeah. in there. So you have to like decode computer language. Like at one point there's like a haunted house episode and a series of ones and zeros flashes up in blood on the wall and Bender is the only one that screams because in binary, it spells out 666. Six, six. oh. So, yeah, fun stuff like that. If you could get right up on your mic there.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> That's, uh, oh, boy. <clears throat> that might get cut, not sure. But we know me, the me. mic works now, so that's fabulous. <laughs> so, Dad, this week, we watched The Matrix Reloaded.
1: Reloaded.
0: And I try not to do, like, a preface or anything like that for most of these movies because I think they're more fun if you go in cold and I get to watch you react. Um, But this time around, I prefaced the movie with, Dad, these are not very good movies, these two Matrix sequels. Right. Uh, So so what was your first impression of The Matrix Reloaded? Well,
1: first of all, I mean, I wouldn't know if it was good or not. That's fair. Um, Okay.
0: It ju- just using our sliding scale of Citizen Kane and Caddyshack. <laughs> uh,
1: Dark Crystal and Caddyshack. Well, yeah. Dark Crystal. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right. I mean, Citizen Kane was a blockbuster compared to Dark Crystal. I mean... um, All right. I I'm not sure what's going on. Okay. But it seems like a r- lot of repetitive stuff, especially. Well, the the good guys are fighting the bad guys. Right, and the bitch of it is that the bad guys you can't kill them. Right, they you know you knock them down, but then they shake it off and they get back up. Right, and that's really annoying. Right, you know because it's like okay, they got fifty guys, they fight for twenty minutes,
0: they still got fifty guys. Oh my god! Okay, so I'm I'm gonna get into this because this movie is all about world building, and the. The audacity of this movie is the, the the first Matrix. It did okay in theaters in 1999. Okay, like it came out uh, 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 late March 1999. Month and a half later, the biggest blockbuster of the year, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, came out. Right. So, but so it did okay in theaters. But then when it came out on TV, it did. Crazy gangbusters. It was the first million seller DVD. Cool. It was the first, it was really the first DVD that most people owned. In fact, this is a fun, stupid story. I went over to a friend's house in middle school. This would have been late 1999. And they had the Matrix on DVD. And I'm like, what's a DVD? (laughs) So they proceed to show me the Matrix, but they skip. All of the non action sequences. They just completely skip all of the exposition and they only show me the cool fight scenes with no context. I, so, like, it, okay, it looks cool. Yeah. I'd like to know what's going on. Right. So I had no idea what was going on until a year or two later when the sequels were already starting to get made. But, so, uh, uh, um, before we really get into it do you have any questions about the movie itself um they,
1: i'm not sure what i'm not sure. okay. wait the, the the what's the name of the the mib guys in the, the suits the agents yeah Oh, yeah. smith 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 okay there's smith. a lot of smith yeah, in this right. yeah right um
0: but there are other agents
1: so that yeah right um so there trying to support the Matrix.
0: The agents themselves are trying to support the Matrix, yes. They're trying to fight back uh, and keep the, uh, quote, red pills uh, uh, down, the, the human fighters. And as we also see in this movie, they're also trying to take out the renegade programs, of which Smith is now one of those renegade programs. Okay. And he functions like a computer virus, spreading yes. and spreading. Yes. Ironic, considering he had a whole monologue comparing humans to viruses in okay. the first movie. So let's, let's back up and let's just talk about world building. Because I, like I said before, uh, 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 these movies you can attack from a philosophical standpoint, a sci-fi world building standpoint, and a religious uh, uh, iconography standpoint.
1: Okay. We're not
0: even really even going to get into the religion this time around, because religion's cool. next week. <laughs> okay. This week, it's all about world building. Okay. Because this movie spends, like, a lot of time setting stuff up that won't be paid off until the next movie. Okay. Like, it spent five minutes on the doors entering into Zion. That pays yes. off next movie.
1: Okay, I, right. I Zion. Yeah, exactly. Z- Zion. Okay. Zion's
0: all the people. Zion's the last human city, yes. City, yes. Okay, so, let's back up. So... As we understand it from the first Matrix, as Morpheus explains it to Neo, it is not 1999, it is 2199. Right. And humans spent a century at war with the machines, and then we've spent a century enslaved by the machines, hooked up into the Matrix. Okay. And a hundred years ago, closer to 2099, the One emerged and freed the first people from the Matrix- and stuck him in Zion, where they began to continue freeing people from the Matrix and building up a whole city full of resistant humans. I think the number they drop in this movie is 250,000. Okay. Okay. Now, sorry?
1: The one. The one,
0: I know. The Messiah, the the whatever you want to call it. Yes, yes. The audacity of this movie is that it sits down, it stops all the action right at the climax of the film, and an old white man in a very nice white linen suit sits down and explains to you in the most sanctimonious, pretentious language possible that everything you liked about The Matrix is wrong. And I think that's what turned a lot of people (laughs) off of this movie. So, the what... What the architect, as you called him Colonel Sanders... Yes. Pretty easy. Yeah, no, I get that. The architect uh, explains it is not 2199. It is closer to $26, 26 or
1: 2799.
0: Okay. And Neo is the sixth, the one. And the machines have discovered that every hundred years, the Matrix... Uh, uh, algorithm results in this weird code that turns somebody into a superhuman prophet and the only way the machines can continue to deal is to offer the one a choice. Do they uh, 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 try and kill the machines and thus eliminate somebody on a crotch rocket out there? Um, (laughs) They can choose to uh, uh, continue to fight the machines and essentially result in the extinction of humanity, or they can go back into the matrix, surrender their source yes. code, pick out, what was the number? Like 23 humans. Yes. And then use those 23 humans to repopulate Zion. So, we find out at the end of this movie that the story of the One has now repeated six times before this.
1: They say that. Sorry, five
0: times before this. This is the sixth time, yes. Okay. Uh, So, Neo is the sixth the One to emerge uh, from the cycle. Uh, And it's all about systems of control and et cetera, et cetera. And as we continue to go through uh, uh, the movie, we learn more and more things like. Earlier iterations of the Matrix resulted in renegade programs like ghosts or vampires. Yeah, and the which,
1: ghosts, they were oh kind of, you my know.
0: god! Yeah, the albino twins. Yeah, we well, we haven't <laughs> seen vampires yet, right? I personally think the character of Persephone, um, the, the 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 Frenchman's wife. Yes. uh I personally think she's a vampire. Okay. Or at least because because she seems to feed off of intense emotions okay. and passion and stuff like that. There's a great little bit uh, uh, in the Merovingian sequence where she walks through a door and they're playing an old movie, what, like The Brides of Frank uh, of Dracula. Or something okay. like that. And then she pulls out a gun and shoots a dude in the head with a silver bullet. Werewolves. We've got werewolves. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly.
1: Wait, do silver bullets work for werewolves too, huh? Yes. Oh.
0: Uh, the way I've always understood it, it's wooden stakes for vampires oh, yeah, and yeah, silver yeah, yeah, bullets. Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought silver bullets were for... It depends on what mythology okay. you're you're following. Okay. Some vampires get silver stakes. I don't... Okay. No, I follow Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's wooden stakes all the way. Buffy, so, okay, yeah, buff. exactly. Look, seven you seasons. To, you have to pick one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but I, I absolutely adore the absolutely insane world building of this movie because it is so sincere and earnest nobody is snide and sarcastic there's not a hand Solo character being like uh. this nonsense yes. nah. I mean there kind of is but they are humorless characters yes. like uh, General Locke the head yeah. of the human military of okay. course um yeah <laughs> it oh my god yeah so like uh, the character of Seraph, the Asian dude who uh, leads you to, leads Neo to the Oracle before the great big fight with yeah. all the Smiths. Seraph is another word for angel, seraphim. Okay. Um, angels in the earliest iteration of the Matrix when it was a paradise angels were the agents so he is actually okay. an agent left over from the earliest form of the matrix and now he is uh at, as david sims from blank check would say he's a login screen neo has to enter a password for yes. him before he allows him access to okay. the oracle oh my god i love this i i could i could get into this way hardcore it's it's absolutely psychotic if you have anything please don't be afraid to jump oh, in um,
1: so neo gets really an impossible choice exactly everybody dies well i mean or him and 23 people him and 23 people yes survive survive okay well i mean right. it's i guess it's not an impossible I mean, choice well i mean, I mean it's been done
0: that. 5 times before yeah so, however, this time around,
1: well, then everybody must be choosing the twenty-three because if
0: all exactly. humanity, die- yeah, okay. exactly, yeah, but this time around, they even say it in the architect sequence. Um, the one, the five times previously, has um, developed just kind of a general love for humanity. Okay. But this time around the oracle is playing the long game and she basically made Neo and Trinity fall in love. So yes. when Neo gets to this same choice, he has to choose between all of humanity and his and his his uh girlfriend Trinity uh saving her life and he of course chooses Trinity.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: So thus setting into events the next movie okay which is an all-out war like you know humanity and the machines have never seen before so
1: um okay trinity if you pick trinity, trinity mm-hmm. this was the first time the one got that kind
0: of a choice it's not the f- well this type of choice yes before he had the choice of uh, uh, just going back into the matrix and continuing to fight against the yes. machines yes. or surrendering to the machines and taking the 23 people right. option. But he didn't have a specific love of one person all those times before. So all those other ones chose humanity at large. Okay. So, so
1: all those other ones weren't n- Neo, no, they were just, no. they, yeah, okay.
0: I've tried to figure this out myself because the way they say it, they play through the entirety of the 20th century. So from 1900 to 2000 when, you know, we didn't, but obviously, but in 2000 for the Matrix continuity, that's when they invented AI. Okay. And that's what sets off this whole okay. shenanigans. Uh, so it plays through the entire 21st, uh, 20th century is, is Do they go through the same events over and over again? Is there a Hitler? Is there an FDR? Right. Is there like a Picasso every time? Gosh. I don't know, but okay. I'd love to like... I, I want to sit the Wachowskis down and just pick their brains about it. Because uh, that's the kind no, of they haven't They I haven't left. offered
1: any or written anything oh, or no. in provided fact, anything. They,
0: the stipulation in the contract for these two films was that they would not have to do any press whatsoever okay <laughs> so they explain nothing okay. and i kind of prefer it that way yeah honestly yeah, yeah okay there's a subsection on uh tv tropes one of my favorite websites to just waste time on um that's just called wild mass guessing and many odd theories about the matrix are stuff that i've pulled from wild mass guessing okay because it's just people it's like what if this is this and this is that and yeah, Um okay. yeah okay it's oh my god But uh, uh, everything is deliberate, every shot, every word is very deliberately written and set up, like, this is such a bonkers little example. So, uh, Smith uh, pulls up at the beginning of the movie in an Audi, Um, his license plate says, IS5416. In the King James Bible, Isaiah 54:16 says, Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. It's like, oh, wow, they just pulled this wildly specific quote from the Bible that perfectly personifies this character. Right. Yeah. It's 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 absolutely psychotic. Okay. Can does anybody just watch these just
1: for <laughs> enter, entertainment value just like, um, oh wow, look you got beat up.
0: There are those people and I don't think they like these movies okay. because they basically, like I said before, um they sh- they they shot the Matrix 1 and then they had the option to do sequels and they decided to shoot two and three, back-to-back.
1: Back, okay, yes. Which
0: is what they did for Back to the Future. It's what they did okay. for Pirates of the Caribbean. Lord of the Rings is its own thing. They, they were shot all together, but whatever. And I think the main problem here is they didn't make two separate movies. They made one great big four-hour movie right. and then and cut, it cut it, in, it half. in half. Okay. So you've got all these dangling threads of things that are set up in this movie aren't paid off until the next movie. Right. People don't seem to have the patience for that kind of thing. They want to see a complete narrative. Yeah, you want to
1: see close yeah, want a closing some at sort the of, end. Of, yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: So my argument is uh like in The Lord of the Rings or even the back to the future movies, yeah, they're a full trilogy, they're one continuing overarching story at large but each of those movies 2 and 3 have their own satisfying arcs so you feel like you watched a full movie right? even though there's plenty of dangling threads to be answered in the next movie like you know it's the entire world almanac thing is in Back to the Future 2 doesn't enter into Back to the Future 3 right Uh, um, uh, uh, one of my favorite examples uh, Bex actually pointed this out Pirates of the Caribbean 2 is the first half of a movie that we never see the second half to. Pirates of the Caribbean 3 is its completely own thing, and Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean 2 just is all set up for no payoff. Okay. Yeah. It's been years since you've seen those movies, yeah. I'm aware. But, yeah, uh, I'll yeah. take your word for it. Like, they set up the whole Kraken and everything, and by the time you get to the third movie, Kraken's already dead. We've yeah. already dealt with that. Yeah. Why? Come yes. on. I want to see that. Yes. It's it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger having Excalibur in Iron yeah. Mask. Okay. Where's that movie? Yeah, really? <laughs> um, Let's see. So the phones, uh, the cell phones that everybody uses in this movie are the Samsung model sph N270 which were designed specifically for these movies. Really. And they've got this really interesting like spring-loaded top to it. So when people hang up the phone, it's like they're loading a gun.
1: Okay. Almost. Okay. And
0: I've had those I've had that model number plugged into my eBay search uh, list for years and one of these days I will find one that doesn't cost five hundred dollars for a non-functioning 18 year old phone yeah one exactly. of these days okay. one of the i wanted that phone so bad but it was only on sprint we had t-mobile and you guys ah, right you when i was 17 18 you guys aren't gonna spend 500 bucks on a crappy matrix cell phone yeah <laughs> i don't blame you for that five at the bucks. same time five oh bucks yes but not 500, Yes. i would have killed for that um it's, uh uh Neo gets an upgrade to a long like Nehru jacket as opposed to the trench coat he used in okay. the last movie. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's because of the Columbine shootings. Oh, those okay. those idiots were already gonna shoot up the school and were already wearing trench coats. Trench coats, yeah. And then, you know, that happened infamously on April twentieth. The Matrix had come out three weeks-ish beforehand. Um, there's a great article in Time Magazine from when this uh, Reloaded came out. It's like, yeah, okay, these idiots saw a movie and then shot a bunch of people. There were several million people who saw this movie and didn't do that and
1: didn't shoot it. Yeah, so shoot it just people.
0: throws the argument for violence in movies and video games causes. No, it doesn't. Yes, it doesn't. Now, people repeatedly, yeah, yeah, idiots with guns.
1: Yeah, neos fighting uh who is it oh the the keeper of the oracle uh Seraph, Seraph, yeah Yeah. and and oh did did, did, was he the (laughs) one that said oh you're fighting so good and he said oh i got an upgrade or something uh
0: beginning of the movie a couple of agents try to break oh that's right that's right okay so in the previous movie uh neo could fight smith single-handedly And he tries that with agents at the beginning of this movie, and he's like, oh, upgrades. And it's like, yeah, okay, as much as I'd love to see Neo just blow up agents seemingly at random, uh, um, you gotta have fun kung fu action sequences, come on.
1: Is there any way to kill these agents or stop Uh, them, disable them?
0: Uh, I mean, the closest we've gotten is in the last movie where he literally leaps into Smith and explodes him from the inside out. Yes. And as we saw, that didn't exactly take because Smith decided to go rogue. Yes. Um, But that's just... Oh, man, it's just so annoying.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's something satisfying about about seeing the bad guys get killed off. Oh, absolutely. Okay, bring more in, but... Kill some off, but these guys I
0: think just... they just didn't want to give up Hugo Weaving. Like, Hugo mm-hmm. Weaving is such a fantastically, like, cheesy camp actor. And he gets so many opportunities to do Mr. Anderson. Yes. Uh, Dad, in the next movie, he's got a maniacal laugh that is like the pinnacle of evil villain laughter. Okay. It's, I'm so excited for it. Um, but I also realized, because it's been a little while since I've watched this movie let alone with somebody who has never seen this movie. All of, none of my friends want to watch this with me because I'm so, right. ins- like, gung-ho. I want to talk about these things. Um, they also all hate this movie, so whatever, their loss. Um, but I realized as we were watching it, every single scene is about 15 to 30% too long. Yeah, Yeah, like this movie is stretch out stuff. Yeah. This movie clocks in at about two hours eighteen minutes. The the credits begin to roll at about two oh seven. So even the credits are a little too long. I think there is a preview for the Matrix Revolutions at the end of those credits, like Avengers style, but still, come on. Like we spent so much time setting up the doors to Zion. We spent so much time. Like fighting age the the agent Smith fight, both of us were going like ow ow <laughs> while we were like w- as they're doing like these crazy stunts. But then there's entire shots that are just fully CGI. Yeah, no, yeah. The CGI two thousand three. You can
1: see it switching over. Mm, yeah.
0: yeah, why does even he, I could see it? Like <clears throat> Keanu Reeves suddenly looks a lot smoother than usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I. <sighs> But again, it's like why I love Dune. It's such a bonkers, world-building, self-serious, sci-fi epic. I uh-huh. can't not love it. And it makes me even more excited for whatever, whatever The Matrix 4 is going to be. Supposedly... Oh, that's right. That's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, it comes out this December.
1: All I right. don't
0: know what's happening with that.
1: Barring any plague of locusts but or something. But it's got
0: Keanu Reeves. It's got Carrie-Anne Moss. It's... They haven't announced Lawrence Fishburne. They'd better have Lawrence Fishburne. Oh
1: yeah, he's got to be but in. But
0: Chris, uh, Christina Ricci is going to be in it. And cool. that's suddenly all I care about. Cool. Yeah. Um did you have any other questions about Reloaded or uh, uh things that you want to see in Revolutions? No. Next week's movie? No, I'm I'm hoping that it puts some stuff together. <laughs> well, I will say it it Like, if this movie is all set up, that movie is all punchlines. So it does conclude the series. How they're going to make a fourth one, I know they will. It's science fiction. There's always a way. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But that, for me, anyway, uh, has a satisfying conclusion to it. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh my Twitter friend, Basim, tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah, who I only know as a picture of tweet, Orson Welles. Just another one of those friends. Let's see. Um. Uh. Apparently he does... I don't even know what Basim does, to be completely honest. I just know he's like a huge nerd for The Last Jedi like I am. So I'm going to read this text from him verbatim. Uh, when I lecture, we could compare the subway fight... Uh, where Neo fights Smith at the end of the first movie, yep. before Smith gets hit by a train, yeah. um, to the Burly Brawl, which is what they call Smith, uh, Neo versus the hundred Agent Smiths. Okay, so the Burly Brawl. Uh, people love the subway fight. After about a minute of the Burly Brawl, we get groans and we stop it and go. It goes on like this for eight more minutes. Yeah, people just yeah. Um, then we point out the problem is the subway fight is half the length. And it's much more powerful because it expresses character and turns the story in a major way, whereas the burly brawl doesn't really do anything for the story or characters beyond saying Agent Smith is back and there's a lot of him. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got a point. Like, there's no real emotional stakes in that fight, as opposed to the subway fight, which it's all about emotions. It's my. It's that's also my argument against uh, the Star Wars prequels. Sure. The lightsaber fight against Darth Maul looks cool as hell. I don't care about any of this. Okay. Who are these characters? Why do I care? Obi-Wan's got to live to make it to episode four. That's it. I don't care about any of these other people. Um, any Anything else? Uh, you're hoping for just a conclusion? Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully tie it, tie it together <laughs> so it, it makes sense. I mean, you know, it's it's entertaining except the the boring fight scenes. And then, and like... In the fight scenes, like, well, yes. Right, yeah. Besides nobody getting, you know, like, like, uh, nobody gets, you know, like a cut on their forehead or nobody oh, gets yeah. like, like a broken arm or anything.
0: I think a part of it is the sunglasses. First off, Neo can't be hurt anymore. So he just looks cool. All right. Whatever he's doing. Um,. But the sunglasses remove, like, all vulnerability from the characters, which is during the car chase. What did you think about the car chase, by the way? The 20-minute long action sequence on the freeway. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. <laughs> that was fun.
1: That was a, that was a fun like, time.
0: So, Morpheus, Lawrence Fishburne, in this full-length alligator skin coat...
1: That was cool. Yeah, I want one.
0: Oh, my God. It's just the coolest any human being has ever looked. The floor-length alligator jacket, the purple suit, the green tie, purple alligator shoes, those sunglasses that don't have the arms on them, and then he picks up a katana. And it's like, how can this get any better? So, he literally cuts... A car with a katana and then blows it up with the semi-automatic pistol he's carrying. Yeah. And then he fights an agent on top of a moving truck. And the first thing he does before fighting the agent is take off the sunglasses so you actually feel a human connection with him again. Okay. So he appears vulnerable again. And he does have a hard time fighting okay. that agent, to be fair. Um, oh, my
1: God point uh a uh, uh, point of clarification sure um, I do I would love that alligator coat that he's got <laughs> however uh-huh I want to make sure that it's only from an alligator that lived a long happy life <laughs> That's fair died of complete natural causes and willingly donated its skin to e- make a coat
0: ethically sourced alligator. yes I'm sure yes. they make no faux alligator no, coats at this no point.
1: blood alligators I'm very
0: no. sure they make a uh, uh, faux alligator. oh no I want the paint. real deal you want the real fair the real deal that's fair. Right.
1: actually just get a live alligator and
0: like wrap it around you and just be have it yeah. be your friend yeah and you'll outlive it anyway I don't know how long they live how well that's there you go time for uh, nope
1: <sighs> it's science time
0: average life expectancy alligators. I'm going to say twenty years. About fifty years. 50? Fifty years. Dang! All right, fair he's, enough, he's Dad. Gonna you're going to be waiting me. a while.
1: He's going to outlive me. <laughs> well, let's say I get well a middle aged one. That's still twenty five years. Would
0: you settle for those really cool sunglasses?
1: All right. Okay. I'll take the glasses. <laughs> okay.
0: We can at le- the very least, find the the suit and the sunglasses. Yeah. And then you'll have to shave your head. You could do The Architect very easily. If we spray your hair white, we could just wheel you around in an office chair at Comic-Cons.
1: He's weird. (laughs) He's creepy.
0: Well, there is one more thing that I wanted to show you before we wrapped up for the day. Um, uh, uh, And we're going to say our goodbyes before we do so. Bye-bye. It's called the MTV Movie Awards Reloaded. And for the MTV Movie Awards that year, they did... I guess you can call it a short film based off of The Matrix Reloaded okay. for the the award ceremony that year. It's weird. It's got Justin Timberlake in it. Whatever. Dad, you're going to love it. Meanwhile, I am HD Lickner on Twitter, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram. Thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our theme song. Paul Taylor for our artwork. Dad, take us away.
1: Beautiful weather here in uh, uh, Suburbs of Sunny Langhorne, Pennsylvania Enjoying it uh, COVID's um, on the run But we can't let up um, Politics you pop, you pop. is Politics is still One of the stupidest things uh, In the world <laughs> um, Just do good stuff and don't get caught And <laughs> uh, um, Do something important with your life Please Hello. I've been waiting for you three. Who are you?
0: Yeah, who are you?
1: I am the architect. But please, call me Larry.